Hello and welcome to the Omaha Podcast, where Omaha's most successful entrepreneurs help you grow your business. I'm your host, Matt Tompkins of Two Brothers Creative. So how do you get new business leads? And will those leads actually go anywhere? Having strong relationships with clients is essential to the success of generating leads. And on today's episode of the podcast, we are joined by Andy Alloy. He's the president and CEO of Nebraska Realty, and he's gonna share how to develop those client relationships and how to plan and build marketing assets that actually get results. Join us today as we learn the secret to generating new business leads that actually work. When you start a business, when you get into the world of being an entrepreneur, the entrepreneurship uh, category, as they call it, sure. there are so many terms thrown out that you have to start paying attention to. There's ROI and there's, you gotta have uh, these uh, SOPs and all these different terms, business leads, new business leads, how to generate new business leads. And a lot of those terms, you get, you figure out what they are pretty quick. Right. It's not like it's complicated, but uh, some of them, I wish, people would just tell you what they are. Sometimes we just assume people know what these are. People, uh, we just go with it and we never really ask the questions because maybe we're embarrassed yeah. to ask. So today uh, we have Andy Alloway here. Uh, he is the uh, president and owner of Nebraska Realty. And we're gonna talk about generating leads for your business. You know, how to generate leads for your business now. And w let's start with that basic question. Yeah. What is lead generation? What is that? Well, that's a great question. It's pretty broad, you know. <laughs> I mean, I, I uh, categorize lead generation in, in two different ways. Uh, I think it's short-term uh, lead gen, meaning I have business. I need to get business right now. Who's in the market for my product and service, and how do I reach that person right now? And then it's long-term business development, which is really relationship building, right? And, and that should be the long-term strategy, I believe, for most businesses. It should always be about how you develop that relationship through, through customer service, uh, um, and you know, just caring about them and, and their needs, and they're going to come back to you. And, and then you don't have to go out and worry about, uh, gee, where's my next lead going to come from this week so that I can make a sale or, or, or whatever. But you know, when you're starting as an entrepreneur, uh, you said, okay, I got this great thing, and I can, I can, I have a great product or service, and I want to let the world know. But I need revenue now. I'm spending all this money getting things set up. Like you said, you got all these terms like ROI. Where do I spend my marketing money? I've got to be a uh, a marketer. I've got to have office space. I, maybe I've got to be a manager of people. We've got to create this product. We got all these all these things, and maybe it's business loans. And so, where do I get money? And and yeah. uh, and that comes back into driving business. So, lead generation to me, if if to get going, yeah, you need to be able to put yourself in front of that consumer who's ready to buy. Here's generating. You know, the, the term prospect is you know a new customer. That that's what you want. So, that's what you're trying to generate is these long term relationships, and then the short term. And the short term is probably the biggest challenge, I think, because the long-term relationships, you can't really force those. You, right. you know, we've, we've talked about investing in relationships and in in networking in a couple episodes, you know, participating, not promoting, it's gotta be genuine. It can't be, I want something out of this. Right. You know, you can't expect something out of that relationship. So that takes time, that's, that's the long play. For yeah. the short term though, uh, that's the bigger challenge because I think a lot of business owners make the mistake of just doing what they see other people doing yeah. without having a plan, without right. really th thinking it through. I'll just post a bunch of stuff on social media. Right. Okay, well, is that effective? Is that gonna engage yeah. people? No, it's not. So let's, go, let's use your story as an example. 
uh, in uh, 2000, was it 2008 or 2009 when you bought? Uh, 2009. 2009. Yeah. So, man, it was a while ago, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're dating. I'm not that old, but I guess. I think we're, we're probably Depends closer the to the same age, so I'm not going to I'm not gonna poke fun there. But, um, but yeah, so you, you bought uh, what was uh, Adib and Associates uh, Realty, and then in 2015, you uh, changed the name to Nebraska Realty, which it is now. You've built just a behemoth of a company here. Uh, a lot of great employees, fantastic realtors, fantastic reputation. Thank you. So in 2015, we're leading up to that change. Walk us through your plan. Like, what was your plan? Because you were at the point, I think, where a lot of business owners are right now. Right. In, in 2009 or 15? Uh, well, either one. I don't know which which one was like the bigger shift for you. Because Well, I think both for yeah. us all. Shortly, it'll take both. So 2000, January of 2009, uh, I was fortunate. Uh, Van Deeb was the founder of our company back in 1993. Uh, I started there in 2001. We had about 20 agents and I'm 24 years old, got my real estate license. And yeah, I came from a, I was a, a strength and conditioning coach with the Milwaukee Brewers organization. Mm-hmm. So I came from a totally different field. Got into real estate, didn't know anything, and and Van was a great mentor uh, to to us. He had been his company had been around for about eight years, and and then you know it was just it was good timing. Uh, technology started to take hold. We had great philosophies on how to treat people, so we had a unique thing, and that's that's really you know I think why we've grown. Uh, we started to grow over that period of time. I was fortunate that he hired me as the general manager, and I served in that role for about six years. And then the time was right for for Mr. Deeb to move on and 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 do his. Uh, other things that he was passionate about, his speaking and his business coaching and and helping people in their careers. He had an incredibly successful real estate career for, I think, 27 years, still is. Yeah. Um, but um, so when I, as I would think I was 31 when I bought the company and I knew the workings and it was great um, to be able to, um, you know, say, okay, now we own this. Now that's, we've done all these things. Uh, we had about 300 agents at that time. And, but we only had about six or seven employees operating seven, 300 agents. And we're like, okay, we got all these plans. What do we do? I guess I was just a little naive, too. We had a fairly big operation. I'm like, oh, this will work. And that was four months after the stock market crash. <laughs> oh, so yeah. We were at That's the lowest say. point in Let me, and I, you, I want you to keep going with the story, but I just want to uh, point out. So that moment there that you're, you're describing, I think, oh, I know I can identify with that. A lot of people can. It doesn't matter the size of your company where it feels, it's almost like jumping out of an airplane. Yeah. It's the most freeing experience you'll ever have but it's also the most terrifying experience right. you'll ever have right yeah, yeah. We're, i mean how we, we got you now you're responsible for people's lives and the payroll yeah. and gee we've got these loans and we've got how do we how do we what happens if people the business just goes away tomorrow and we can't generate leads and you know if we have up and down cycles and all of this but uh sometimes sometimes what you don't know is you know they uh, uh, what is it what is the term that uh, ignorance is bliss yeah. right sometimes that's all right I mean yeah. I felt like I knew a lot but looking back and I'm like boy there could have been some you know we were at the lowest point in the uh, it was 2009 I mean like I said four months prior to that the stock market crashed I think uh, uh, you know real estate was obviously in not a great time in mm-hmm. the recession and uh, but it created opportunities and we were hungry I think that's the biggest thing if you get up and you talk about lead generation and passion uh, lead gen- generation has to be about, uh, first of all, having a passion for what you do, because if you don't, you're not going to do it, right? Mm-hmm. If you it, Find something else. If you don't like making phone calls for short-term lead, then find something you do like, because that will be consistent. But it's it's really about having routine. Sometimes people go, how do you stay motivated? I love like Navy SEAL type things and, and listening to, to military people, because you always think, oh, these are the most motivating people. 
And then when you read their stories, they go, we're just people like you and me. We're not different. You know, it's times, yeah, it's hard to get up and, and, and do this. But you know what? It's the routine that carries us through. And to me, what I've found is that success is about uh, getting up, er, you know, fairly decent time in the morning, uh, you know, putting your clothes on, walking out the front door and doing it. And the easy days are easy. Hey, we got a new client. We got a win. Uh, you know, we, we, we opened up a new office. We hired a great employee. We, we got a great contract. Those are easy. The success is making it through the hard days. Yeah. You know, something bad didn't happen. Uh, I We didn't get the, the contract that we wanted. Uh, bills are due. It seems like things are coming down. Just take one more step, make it through this day to tomorrow. And I think that's what, what we did in, in, you know, we, as in 2009, when we bought the company, we had a bunch of passionate people that said, let's go forward. We have all these things. Let's take one step at a time. But it's a, it, that's great in, in the great days, but it's the hard days that you just say, Hey, let's just make it through. Yeah. And then we'll get to tomorrow. You hit on an important thing there that I want to highlight because it also factors into generating new leads and that is routine like having discipline having routine yeah. uh you know having boundaries and routines in your life in general is it really is crucial i remember the first time around we were doing the tv show omaha live and i was self-employed i didn't even know the term entrepreneur i didn't see myself as a business owner yeah. didn't have anything official it was just you know it was just you know running blind and naked through the nights it was just not I, it, everything I, you could do wrong i did wrong and you know it wasn't successful because of that so you know i look back at that probably the biggest mistake i made was not having a routine not having discipline yeah. I, mean, I would edit 40 some hours straight and then i would film and then it was weekends and there was no personal time and there was no separation between my personal life and that and i was working from home in my studio which made compounded that so i think with with routines it helps just you overall but a routine for generating new leads. If you're trying to generate new leads for your, your business right now, having a system, right? Yep. Systematizing it is a, a, a big asset. So when you are in, you took over, you're kind of in this, this stage where, all right, we need to generate new leads. How did you create a system or uh, how did you create a plan, a game plan uh, to do that? Yep. I mean, our, as, a, as the company owner in real estate, we, you know, our our real lead generation becomes recruiting of our agents. Our job is to, accru to recruit uh, the best talent and then to provide all the systems and tools that they need to be successful, right? So our lead generation came back to more recruiting. How do we get out in front of these people? And, and to me, the, it, first of all, you have a plan. You say, all right, what it, everything comes down to budget. Uh, everything comes down to a business plan. So I would encourage everybody to start there. And that sounds weird when you're talking about lead generation, but mm -hmm. it, it really does. You've got to go out and say, how many uh, you know, uh, of what's my revenue model like and how many of these things do I need to sell you know, annually, monthly, weekly, every day? And then what we do is we put KPIs to it. I am a huge fan of using mm -hmm. KPIs, right? Key performance indicators. These aren't, these aren't uh, indicators that are, you know, what were our sales last month? That's a lagging indicator. Key performance indicators are what's uh, predictive for yep. the future. Right? I want to give an example with the cold calls, for example. This is our, our mutual friends, uh, the Aspens, Gwen and Jeremy. Yep. Uh, he actually has, has an episode uh, here on the podcast where we talked about some of these things and Gwen as well with the uh, uh, EOS implementing some of the systems like traction. So a measurable for like sales. You think, how do I measure this other than the dollar? So let's say 
your your goal is in order to get uh, a sale an actual money it takes 100 cold calls so for every 100 cold calls we get one actual paying customer right. so that means okay if i won't need you know two customers a week or one customer a week that means i gotta make 100 right. cold calls per week and then you break it into the day and so the way you can measure it is okay how many cold calls have you made and one suggestion uh, gwen had is like with your that with your sales associates is they have to schedule it out for the next two three four weeks right. All right, I'm doing these ten calls, and this is these are the people I'm calling. These are the people I'm visiting right. in person, and I think that that's the type of measurable you're talking about, right? It is. Those are the thing because if you do these activities, it's really about activities. So you have you have a budget, then you have goals, then you have activities, and activities need to include these KPIs. So mm. if it's cold calls, if it's sending out mail pieces, if it's going out and having lunches with people, or you know attending chamber events or whatever, sending a card, sending a handwritten card, just these are activity if you do x number of these a day then you should be able to predict that you know a month two months three months from now you should have x number of business but it goes back to the discipline it goes back to the routine most entrepreneurs uh aren't used to that jump into a job they they're used to working for a company i come in it's eight o'clock uh here's my task for the day i've got a boss that tells me what to do i get a check in two weeks i have health benefits and i go home right uh that's not what you do when you own a business you have have to be very intrinsically motivated and so it goes back to scheduling as your as your you know your point so some of your day uh, obviously a lot of your day has to include your business what you do uh, but operations operations you know managing people all the things that come in with that right but some of it and a, and, and a good share of it and maybe you hire it out I don't know but a good share of it it has to be uh, scheduling for marketing opportunities, marketing yourself to generate leads. Yep. And um, I think that you have to have, in your calendar, you have to have time blocks. I think that's the most important thing because if you don't, as an entrepreneur, again, as a business owner, you could wake up today and say, ah, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. And, ah, but I had this little butterfly over here and now I'm going to go do this. And now I'm going to, you know, get it. First of all, get a ded dedicated space to work. It's the shiny object it's syndrome. Always. You know? And that happens to me. I, I looked this up because I was, I get so distracted by email. Email is the worst uh, and it, because it just, uh, it'll, I'll be working on something and I check my email and the next thing you know, I'm down this rabbit hole of right. all these different things, right? And I, I look at the clock and I'm like, how did four hours go by and right. I haven't finished this project that would have taken me, you know, 20 minutes. Right. And I get very frustrated. It makes me stressed, gives me anxiety because then I'm like, oh shoot, I can't get any of this stuff done. Now I got to work late and I got to miss dinner and then my, my wife's going to be upset and it's yep. just, it can compound on you really, really quick. So uh, having boundaries and routines, the book I read was uh, uh, the uh, um, uh, Micro Resilience is the name of the book. Okay. Fantastic because they talked about this thing. Multitasking is a myth. It actually is less productive by about 40%. And if you set boundaries, so for example, I, d I started doing this again where close your email completely. Yep work on one thing at a time, like you said, block out the time, and you'll be amazed at what you can accomplish. Yeah. Uh, with lead generation, with trying to get new new customers, new new prospects, schedule it. So if you don't schedule it, it won't get done. And, and then when you do it, just, just do it. I right. mean, it, yeah, cold calls can be a pain in the butt, but right. you know, it's like, you gotta do it. So is that, when you were putting that into place for uh, Nebraska Realty, uh, give us an example of kind of how you, some of the ideas, some of the creative ways you prospected for, for new business leads. Mm -hmm. Well, so again, it, ours is a little different because from a company standpoint, we're trying to attract the best talent because they're working with those buyers and sellers. Mm -hmm. Our job is to provide them the tools and resources and platforms and all the things they need to conduct business on a daily basis 
basis and help assist their clients. But but in general, I mean, they're working with that client. So we we work in two platforms. We worked in uh, talent attraction, which was is lead generation for talent attraction, and then our agents work more in uh, how to how to generate leads for that buyer and seller who's looking to buy or sell a house or build a house or uh, investment property or land or whatever. Um, so our strategies for that were to to help systematize it for them to have automation. So the and the great thing about technology today, there's so many competitors, and you know we're looking for white label systems, uh, things that are transaction management type of stuff. Uh, we went out and we went into a, a system called Buffini. So Buffini is is probably the the number one real estate trainer, sales trainer in the country. And so we actually facilitate uh, Buffini sessions. They're eight eight week long sessions. Uh, just great content specific to real estate, but it doesn't have to be. There's insurance agents that use it. There's financial people that use it. But he has a CRM with it that they built. They they spent several million dollars developing it, and it's it's simple but it's powerful they click you click it on every day and here it, it pops up here's the contacts that you need to contact today it's been you know x amount of days or months since you called this person here's a particular date that was i mean i think that's game changing for a yeah. lot of people it's not sometimes people think you got to have some you know fancy complicated system you don't you just have to do it over yeah. and over again there was a great and i can't take credit for this it was a different guest but he, he on a different podcast actually but um he was talking about that it doesn't matter what your crm is if you have it could be an excel sheet or as he said he's got a he's got an employee this, this woman she's got this sparkly uh notebook that's yeah. all designed and has notes if that works if you're if the, the one the best one is the one you're going to actually use right. it doesn't have to be some fancy system and you're right there are so many uh so many software platforms that that's one i haven't heard of that we'll put in the show notes because i think that would be very useful uh, a lot of systems for marketing and and if you're looking at social media and you don't know what to do i mean there are AI platforms that'll just help yep. you uh, optimize, yep. you know, and, and hiring somebody to do marketing, hire somebody to do some of these things that you just don't have time to do or don't know how to do is going to pay off for yep. you in the long run tenfold at least. Yeah. I, I don't look at, at those things as expenses. I look at those things as investments. Yeah. And, and you you know, I, I've, I've always tried to maintain the mentality of don't trip over a penny when you're reaching for a dollar. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you have to invest because if you invest in all the equipment and all the things you need to do it, and we tell our realtors all the time, you can be the greatest realtor out there doing, you know, the most knowledgeable uh, that anybody would, would really benefit from working with you. But if you, if nobody knows you do it, you're going to starve to death. Yeah. You know, you've got to be able to go and put your out there so you have to have confidence in what you're delivering first of all uh, but you do have to have certain systems and you have to invest you know you can get well I can do social media I post on Facebook no you got to have a plan to do it that just because you can you post on social media every day doesn't make you a marketing expert how many right? times I've heard that like oh nah, my nephew he's he's young he's on social media I'll have him do it yeah totally different from participating in social media to using it as a business tool because it is a business you have to treat it that way we, we track, we don't track necessarily likes and all. I mean, you can get all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. overnight by paying for it. It doesn't mean anything. What it We track engagement. Mm -hmm. and, and so we outsource our social media companies uh, in a lot. And we have some insourcing too. But uh, it, it's about engagement and people connecting. And, and that's just one piece, right? Mm -hmm. But you have to have a plan. And I will tell you, you know, to your example, you go, oh, I got all these, these uh, pretty butterflies and I started this project and four hours later, I'm still not done with it. Uh, I think that's the majority of people, I think that's their problem because we like to check things off of a checklist. But 
it goes back to the marketing too. If I spend four hours working on one post for marketing and then I put that out in social media, was that really a good use of my time? I mean, you've got to think as the business owner, if you're trying to generate leads, that's your number one job is to bring business in. And, mm-hmm. and really, the more you go on in your business, the more and more that, you, the less and less you're involved in operations and what's actually happening, and the more and more you're involved in lead generation and creating relationships to bring in business. Yeah, And, and that's how our company has evolved over the years too. But you know, if it's not a good use of your time, you know, you need to bring in lead generation, but if marketing is not your strong suit and I can't create this piece in 20 minutes or it doesn't fall on my calendar to post, then outsource it. Yeah. You know, and, and again, to your point, that'll pay off 10, 20 fold. And with, with email, uh, the stat, I looked this up because, and it was kind of shocking, but the average time individuals, all of us spend checking email in a year, 41 days. We spend a total of 41 days checking email. Yeah. So it, imagine what you could do with yeah. 41 days on your business or social media. I mean, we all get that alert on like Sundays. I think I get mine, the uh, the time, you know, screen time. That's like two or three hours on average for everybody. So two or three hours right. a day is pretty common. Yeah. Put that time towards, the, you know, your business, putting together the plan. And I think all everything you're hit, hitting on today it, it all kind of boils down to having a plan, yep. thinking it through, and and then having a routine uh, to uh, stay disciplined on. That. Yeah, and it's a, it is a routine is is crucial. I don't care what you say. Hey, I'm going to have a social media plan. I'm going to have a mail out plan. I'm going to I'm going to you know uh, do these events to the chamber. I'm going to connect with people. I'm going to cold call whatever it is. But if you don't put it in your calendar and stick to that, you know, hey, from eight to ten in, on Tuesday morning, I'm going to be doing this. If you go, oh, I can fudge that because I want to go and I have an appointment with somebody. No, you need to treat this time as your appointment time, right? And I wouldn't discount that. You know, we talk a lot about social media and and even cold calls. And uh, you know, again, I feel like the most important thing is putting yourself in position to create relationships. If you have an opportunity to go to an event, whether it's a cocktail party, a chamber event, a birthday party, or whatever. There's been many times I'm sitting on my couch, I'm like, oh, I don't want to go to this tonight. And they force yourself to. I've never been to anything that I didn't walk away going, I'm glad I went to that. Yeah. But but don't discount things from short-term lead gen. You know, things like like uh, uh, print mail, man. I mean, we're really back into this a lot because uh, there were some stats I was getting the other day, and I don't remember the exact numbers, but the number of emails that people got in a particular day or a month that you kind of articulated is just significant, and a lot of it go to and, – and I think email marketing is good. I think that's part of this short-term strategy. It should be email marketing. Mm-hmm. It should be phone calls. It should be print marketing. It should be social. All of these things things go into this right mm-hmm. but the uh, the amount of print uh, or you know postcard marketing if it's a retail business or something then you know i got one the other day for a new business and it was you know it was about uh, I don't know, pool tables and stuff it was a new one opening out west and i'm like oh man that's awesome it's still sitting on my my counter you know, or th- there's certain things that I, I look at that are postcards that are sitting on my counter because as I go through my mail, I go to my mailbox, you know, throw away, throw away. But boy, I'm going to look, oh, that's interesting. So yeah. when you deliver the print mail, though, from a lead generation, make sure it's something of value. It's not a yeah. I love me piece. It's how do I give a, something of value? You have to know like what is driving your ideal customer? What drives them? 
and what do they need? How can how can you help them? How can yeah. you serve them? I would say right now, though, in the 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 in the political season, you know, maybe maybe the mailers just hold off because I think I think I got like fifty to hundred of these political yeah. mailers yeah. over here yeah. uh, from our mutual friend uh, Don Bacon. I always get his, and I save his, and then I text him. I'm like, hey, thanks for the. <laughs> or when he leaves me uh, the automated voicemail message, I'm like, hey, thanks, Don. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but so okay, so you have the plan, you have to have discipline, and you put this into place. You stick with it. It will pay off i want to point out one thing quick here and, and get your 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 feedback on it systematizing things it can sound like you're making it robotic it can make, it sounds cold it sounds maybe inauthentic or, or disingenuous so i'm just going to automate everything right no you're putting a system together you still need to be you and you need right. to let your just be yourself in all of this all this is a structure when, we, when i coach podcast hosts they they it, it's easy to go all over the place. Right. So here, here's an outline, all right? It's, you know, here's our, our specific topic. I want you to hit these, you know, three points. And I don't know, I don't wanna be stuck in this thing. It's, act, it's actually freeing. It's yeah. so freeing when you know just, I know where we're going with right. this. And if you get off track, you can get back get on back track. So any tips for like being authentic, staying true to yourself and not not letting that, maybe that that assumption that it's inauthentic get in the way of you actually doing it. Yeah, from a system, you know, being uh, systematized to being authentic. I mean, that's where you work with professionals too, to say, you know, I, it's really free. You talk about freeing to sit down with a marketing professional and they say, talk about you, tell me about you, tell me about your business. Yeah. What makes you unique? What's your unique selling proposition? And to, to craft a brand around that and then all the marketing and lead generation that you do is about your authenticity because that is what will help you know, you stand out in that. So, uh, you know, I, I think that staying true to yourself, uh, staying on topic, I, I think that authentication uh, or the automation is important because if you can, if, if you don't automate something, then you can only, you have a capacity, you have a ceiling in which you can do business, right? Because I can only do so much. If I automate something, as you, particularly as you grow, then your attention and all your time gets shifted from doing a lot of this early on to being over here. So if you're not automating, you, you've got to constantly be putting yourself out there. That doesn't mean that it is sterile. Mm -hmm. You know, if you, if you hire the right people, or you do the right things, then you know your, your message that you're crafting and your brand should be on point but it's just even like bots you know people say oh you know bots well yeah but if i'm delivering in in our society right now if i text you or i'm on a website and i want an i want an answer right now and if i don't i'm going away so you might do a great job of lead generating but if you can't respond to that person in a, in a timely manner then that person might be gone so you've spent all this time and money doing a great job to create your brand and craft it and now I can't communicate back th with them in a timely manner. So to me, that's part of the lead generation process, mm -hmm. but that's part of the automation uh, that, you know, maybe it's not you, or maybe it's I'll get back with you within two, but you're delivering this kind of communication. I yeah. think that's important. It's, it is very important. And, and you know, there are one, one platform in particular that we uh, kind of stumbled upon was recommended. And I will, I will leak this secret here to uh, the Omaha podcast because uh, it's not something, I think a lot of business owners, they find these cool things, we keep them secret. We're like, oh, this is mine. I'm not gonna share with anybody. Gives me an extra edge. Uh, that's kind of the opposite of how we roll. So uh, it's called Drop Cowboy. There's a lot of different platforms like this. It is an AI driven platform and Drop Cowboy, it's .ai or .com, but you can Google it, find it. 
and you upload uh, an Excel sheet. Let's say you have nine, we had 901 contacts, uploaded it, it disseminates it all, organizes it all, puts together your full, just uh, it's a library, it's of all your contacts you wanna reach. And then you decide, okay, I'm gonna record a voicemail message, mm -hmm. and then boom, in an instant, all 901 people have received your voicemail. It didn't come through as a call, it came through as a voicemail. Mm -hmm. It is still you, it is still your voice. You could right. uh, text them and communicate and email platforms like that. I think right. A Weber is another platform you can use. They're, they're tools, and yeah. if you're not using the tools that are at your disposal today, and other businesses are, your competition is, you're gonna fall behind, it's gonna hurt, yeah. so. No, I agree, I think those are great. I mean, you know, that's, that in our business, that's one of the biggest fears is people making, they don't like to be on the phone, and you know, I mean, today, I don't know anybody that's on the phone that's all texting, right? So, and, and most people don't answer their darn phones. I've so. called, I remember I called uh, Megan Hunt, who was on the show, I called her, uh, and she's, she was like mad that I called her. I'm like, hey, how's it going? Hey, I was gonna, we were gonna do something, and I said, how's it going? She said, why are you calling me? Right. I'm like, what do you mean? I, right. He's like, nobody calls anymore. Right. Like, just text me. Like, just, yeah. So you're right. I mean, we have to use the the, the communication means of today and not of 1998, right? right? So yeah. uh, any, any final words as far as, uh, I mean, we covered a lot here with uh, the uh, having a plan, being disciplined, uh, using the tools at your disposal and systemizing uh, how you do it so that you can stay authentic and, you know, it, get out of the weeds of, you know, uh, working in the business, as they say, working on the business, because my favorite line is uh, that if you uh, if you don't have any of these things, you're not implementing it. If you're working in your business, uh, you don't own a business, you just have a job you can't get fired from. That's yeah. really what you have. That's true. And so any final tips that have worked for you in the, the evolution of Nebraska Realty? You know, I again, I go back to the the long term lead generation. So as you're doing this, even uh, or long term business development, which is relationships, I, I I think that's the key. All of this stuff that we're talking about in strategy, you're you don't know where your next great referral source is coming from. So as I'm making these phone calls, or if I use uh, you know uh, a, a system like you were talking about that you know, I can upload all my contacts and it sends emails or, or sends voicemails to people, or I have an email strategy or a social strategy strategy or I'm going to advance. All of these things are lead generation uh, type of ideas. Uh, but you don't know where your next great uh, referral source is going to be. So I guess my thing is when you're being is be authentic with people and uh, <laughs> I, it's be here now is, is something that was told to me a long time ago in one of the groups that I was an EO here in Omaha. And it's basically that's be present. You know, uh, you've got all these different things going on. Show that person wherever you go. Make somebody's day. Look them in the eye. Make sure that you're you're present with that person because that will tell them that you are engaged and interested in what they have to say. And you might think that they'll never ever buy a product or service from you, but I will tell you that the success that Nebraska Realty has had. You know, the reason that we're almost a thousand agents and one of the largest real estate companies in the United States to this point is because of the relationships that we built. And a lot of those I never knew 15 years ago that what was going to lead to today. Yeah. You know, and we've had so many, I, you know, I, great examples of I could I could go yeah. after. But it is so important to be authentic and and to care for everybody in the moment. Uh, Lauren Michaels had a great line about this, where it doesn't matter. All that matters is if they remember 
you and if they like something about you. That's really it. Yeah. That's the recall it's you're a feeling, going for. right? It is. It's yeah. a feeling. And so he he was asked, you know, like, what do you say about all these people who criticize Saturday Night Live? They say, oh, this episode sucks. And he said, my job is not to make 90 minutes of amazing television that everybody loves. Yeah. My job is to have one thing that people talk about on Mondays. Yeah. Because you can ask people, like, what's your favorite late night television show? They'll say, oh, you know, Stephen Colbert, I love him. Okay, when was the last time you watched him? Oh, I don't know. Uh, and it turns out it was like two or three years ago. Yeah. And they didn't even watch him on television. They just caught a clip of him on you know social media or wherever. So that's the recall you want. It's, and so the impression you leave, it's right. in a second it, that it's made. And then it's it sticks forever. It so that's really crucial and important to, to be doing that. You're, you're always on. You're always present, right. as you said. Uh, well, Andy, uh, congratulations on the success of Nebraska Realty. And, and as you said, we were talking off the air. Things are balancing out now in the, uh, in the, market. <laughs> in the market a little bit. But um, I know a lot of your agents, they're fantastic fantastic and uh you know your rep reputation precedes you obviously and so i appreciate you coming on the show here uh, sharing some of your uh secrets and wisdom and uh experiences here on the podcast now nah, it's been my pleasure i appreciate you having me thanks once again for joining us here today on the omaha podcast hit that subscribe button follow us on apple spotify wherever you're listening to the podcast we have more episodes on the way and we want to hear from you what more do you want from the omaha podcast are there topics that we haven't covered yet that you'd like to hear right here on the show you can reach me two brothers creative at gmail.com hit the subscribe button though so you never miss an episode and we'll see you next time podcast where Omaha's most successful entrepreneurs help your business grow.